Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. Thank you for listening today to this podcast episode. Whether you are a new listener or you are an OG, I appreciate you sticking around and listening and learning about health and wellness with me. If you have not entered my birthday giveaway, I really suggest you do so as soon as you can. Today is the last day for you to enter. It is closing at midnight tonight on Friday, September 8th. So please enter the giveaway. You could win one of two prize boxes. Each is worth over 2,200 USD dollars, USD. And it is filled, each is filled with wellness and health and biohacking tools, whether it's skincare or supplements or gear or at-home tests or red light therapy, like all sorts of things. And it's really just such a good way to get the products that you've kind of seen and you've always wanted, but also learn about new brands and products in the space that maybe you haven't heard of, but you actually really need and think are really cool and you're interested in them. So it's going to be awesome when I send out the boxes next week. I cannot wait for it. And I'm just so happy to be able to give the gift of health to two lucky winners this season. And I'm just really excited about it. So please enter, share it with your friends and your family, share it with people who are interested in health and wellness like yourself, and really just promote it if you can, because I think it's awesome that someone gets to win. So today we are talking all about blue light. We're talking about blue light blocking glasses. We're talking about eye health and a lot of different things that I have really been interested in the last few years. So I kind of talk about this on the episode, but I spent 2019 hacking my sleep, let's say. I did a deep dive on things that I wanted to bring in to really support my sleep so that I could sleep better. I noticed that I was waking up several times throughout the night and I didn't feel refreshed in the morning. And I was like, okay, I really need to do something about this. And so I did a whole bunch of things and, you know, sleep biohacking could be its own episode. And I should do an episode on that because now I sleep very well. And I actually just got a couple new things that I'm trying for it as well. And I will also mention those and bring those up. But part of what I've been doing since 2019 is using blue light blocking glasses. And the company today, Filter Optics, these are the ones that I currently use. I use their red ones and they are easily the most comfortable glasses I've used, the most stylish, and the ones that block enough blue light for me. So previously when I've tried other ones, they have been too light, to be honest, like they haven't blocked enough blue light or they've just not been very comfortable or stylish. And I kind of look like I'm in the matrix or look like ridiculous, like a bug or something. And so it's been really cool to find a company that has beautiful glasses that block enough light for my level, for what I'm looking for. And yeah, so these are the ones that I always recommend to everybody. They have multiple glasses and we talk about this on the episode. They have ones that are yellow. They have ones for computers. They have 
all different types of lenses and frames and colors and just options for you. So they're just such an awesome company. And I really appreciate everything that they did for this podcast episode and everything that they did to be involved in this giveaway as well. So if you are battling with sleep, if you struggle to fall asleep at night, if you wake up multiple times throughout the night, if you wake up in the morning, and you don't feel refreshed. If you just have really bad sleep metrics as well, like say you track your sleep with an aura ring, I would really suggest looking at blue blockers as a way to support your sleep if you haven't already. I put mine on a couple hours before I go to sleep. So I will like watch Netflix with them. I will clean the dishes with them, whatever I'm doing at night. And it really does make a difference for me. In addition, I also have red lights in my bedroom. So the two lights that are on either side of the bed are these red lights. And even though I have only red lights in the bedroom, I still wear the blue blockers when I'm in there as well. Just because I feel like there's sometimes light that comes through the window or maybe something is plugged in and has a blue light on it or there's all these like little light sources. So you have to kind of just be very aware of them. And I have very, very sensitive eyes. So for me, the blue blockers are required and necessary. And I just think they're, yeah, they're just pivotal for optimal health. And it's one of those, it's one of those categories within the biohacking space that has exploded in the last few years. I feel like blue blocking glasses and red light therapy are the two that I've seen grow the most. So when I started biohacking in like 2018, I kind of knew of a couple different companies who were making blue blocking glasses. And now there are so many and it's the same thing with red light therapy. And it's cool to find the company that I'm like, okay, this is the company I'm sticking with. This is what I like. And, you know, they hit all the points on my checklist. And I think that's just cool and really important. So enjoy this podcast episode. If you haven't entered my giveaway, please do so. Today is the last day. Like I said, I will be back next week for another couple of episodes on Tuesday and Friday. That's typically when I release podcast episodes. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, please do so at biohackingbrittany and TikTok as well. I've been creating new content on TikTok that's a little different than what I've been doing on Instagram. So there's a lot on there right now about preconception health and this cleanse that I'm doing called Baby Steps and kind of what that looks like in more detail. So enjoy and I will catch you next week for another episode. Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited that you are listening today for this episode. And I'm so excited that this is part of the birthday giveaway that I am doing that is now wrapping up. If you have not entered yet, I really suggest you do so. This is the biggest giveaway that I've done to date. And it's just for all of the people out there who love wellness and health and biohacking. And there's supplements and devices and tech and gear. And honestly, it's quite a wide range of products. So definitely check it out if you haven't checked it out already. And today we are talking all things blue light. 
I have Filter Optics with me. I have Robin, who is one of the founders, and we're going to dive into how this affects our health, whether you are sensitive to blue light or not, and what you can really do about it. So Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's nice to be on your show, and I'm excited to talk about our glasses and about blue light. Yeah, absolutely. So can you explain the inspiration behind starting your blue light blocking glasses company, Filter Optics? Yeah, sure. So it started, Hendrik and I, we met at college or university and we studied together. We became friends and we just realized we're both very health interested. And we just started talking about, you know, things that we like doing things to improve our health and how we also wanted to kind of share that with everyone else around us. And so we were just spitballing back and forth, like, what could we do? Like, what would be fun? And how could we share this, you know, make, you know, this exciting for other people as well. And, and then we started hearing about blue light glasses, or blue light blocking glasses. And uh, we're thinking, well, we see there's like, this is very new. Not a lot of people know about this. And we saw that there's not a lot of like great glasses out there. You know, the, in the beginning, especially, you know, so many glasses came out that looking not great, you know, and not stylish. <laughs> that, that it, it wasn't emphasized in the beginning. And understandably, because the focus was just like, how can we just block blue light? And you can do that fairly easily with just simple glasses. But we wanted wanted glasses that could not only do the job, but also look good because we wanted not just like the health crazy people like me and my friend Hedrick to be interested. We wanted everyone to be interested. And so for that, a lot of times we all we like looking good while being healthy, right? <laughs> it's like the combination of feeling good, you know, looking good makes you feel good. And so we're thinking, well, we can definitely make something look better while also giving, creating something that's of really good quality because we also realized nobody had really made really good quality glasses at that point. And so that's when it started. And it started out like we, we weren't so focused on just, oh, we're going to make the best thing ever. But as we went along, we're just thinking like, but let's make it even better. Let's just do this and that. And then it became... The, making the frames the most stylish frames that we could ever imagine and then it became okay let's make it out of materials that are like really good and oh let's just make them also eco-friendly biodegradable and then it was like okay let's use like the best lenses possible and then <laughs> let's do like spectrometer tests and test the light so that we can get exactly the the light curves through the lenses that we that we want like we specially made them in labs and then it was, okay, hey, let's make the lenses even better and make create these coatings on both sides of the lenses so that they be, get like the the best properties possible, like scratch resistant, high, super hydrophobic, anti-static, anti-glare, grease friendly, you know, easy to clean, like all those properties. We just, we wanted to make, you know, along the way, the best product possible. And, and that's how we ended up where we are today. Nice. I love that. I love that you combine the best of fashion style 
technology, health awareness, and being eco-friendly. And that says a lot because that's no easy task for anybody. And you've obviously taken the time to really be very, very thoughtful in your designs. And I really appreciate that because I have tried many blue blockers, many, and I use yours and I use your red Venus ones. And I like, I literally wear them every single night and it looks ridiculous, (laughs) but (laughs) a lot of blue blockers do because of, you know, it's just the red frames, but yours at least don't make me look kind of like an alien or anything like that. Kind of like some of the other ones that I've had. And the other thing I will say about yours is that they are very light on my face and they're very soft. So some of the other ones I've worn, I feel like kind of, I don't know if this is correct, but like they kind of like dig into my skin almost and like leave marks on my nose or they just don't fit very well. They don't feel comfortable, but yours are very comfortable and very easy to wear. So I've been very, very impressed, honestly, using yours. Happy to hear that. We The design has been made by, I mean, we've designed them ourselves, but in collaboration with frame designers that know what they're doing. So like every detail that's in the this design, it's made for comfort and it's also made for quality. So we really... That's one of our the things that we pride ourselves in is that we want to give everyone the best product, and that's why we have we always put the premium stamp uh, on our product when we market it because a lot of people wonder like, but why is it so expensive? And well, it's expensive to make really good quality glasses, so that that's the reason. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think. And I'm sure you've noticed this, like over the years, there's been more and more brands that have come out, even on Amazon. It's like buy these cheap blue blocking glasses on Amazon and they look awful (laughs) (laughs) and they, they look awful. And like, I just also imagine, cause I've never bought them. Like I also imagine that they are just like cheap and like probably don't last very long and not very durable. And you also, like you briefly mentioned, like you use materials that are sustainable and eco-friendly. And I have said this before in other podcasts, but I feel like the biohacking space is not necessarily the most eco-friendly space because it's very much a lot about like consumerism and buying these different products and stuff like that. So can you kind of speak to the type of eco-friendly materials that you've kind of discovered and you use in your glasses? Yeah, so a lot of glasses, they, they use a material that is either plastic, they call it TR39, I believe, or something like that, which, you know, is not eco-friendly at all. And then you have acetate, which is cotton-based, which is better but then you have, because I mean, you, it, it all comes to how it breaks down in nature, right? So normally when they do the testing of how it breaks down, you have like, it breaks down so-and-so much after so-and-so many days. And then you can see like a percentage of the breakdown. And with these, most glasses that you'll find is that they weren't, they're not going to break down at all. It's plastic. But with acetate, it's actually cotton-based, so it's actually dried from cotton. So it, it will break down over time. But c- cotton or the standard acetate will still need a lot more time than if you have, let's say, biodegradable acetate, which is the bioacetate that we're using. 
And so the reason why we were going for that, because, I mean, we, we started out not being sure what to go for and, or actually not being aware of the biacetate. And then we became aware of it and we're like, but if we're going to be focusing on health, we should focus on the bioacetate because healthy nature is healthy us, you know, humans. So, yeah, so with this, I mean, it, it has to be the breakdown doesn't just start on your face. I mean, it's, you're not going to put them in the closet and they're just going to start breaking down. It's going to have to be in the right environment, which is, you know, when, when they end up outside in the nature, for example, then with the right type of moisture and bacteria and things like that, then they'll start breaking down much faster than the standard acetate. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Was creating or like was creating these blue blocking glasses part of your personal health journey in terms of like you potentially being very sensitive to blue light? Because I've, I know some people are more sensitive to blue light than others. So I'm curious how this like personally related to you on your own health journey. I never realized how sensitive I was before I actually started wearing them because I lived my life like most not thinking about how light affects my sleep. So for me, you know, it, it was just, I always thought that I slept well. I always thought that if I just go to bed at the same time, you know, it, of course that there are a lot of things you can do for good health or for sleep hygiene, I mean, and the aspect of light wasn't really something that I was thinking about or focusing on. But it was once I started wearing them because Henrik, he actually bought me some other glasses off of us way before we started this off of Amazon. And he's like, try these on. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it for fun. And because he had already been wearing them for a little bit. And he's like, they're really awesome. You're going to like them. And I started wearing them. And I was like, this really makes a difference. Like I could feel it right away that I'm actually feeling more relaxed. I'm like winding down and going to bed. It just felt so much easier. And so once I got into it, I was like, oh, I can't go back because now like now, like I'm not really light sensitive, but I feel like I am in comparison to other people because now I just feel like, all light in the evening is like, yeah, I really avoid it. So. Yeah. I can relate to that so much. I had no idea how much it was impacting me until I started cutting it out through using glasses and also just like dimming the lights at night or like having red lights in my apartment, that type of thing. And now that I've been doing it for so many years, I can't go back to not doing it. And anytime I'm, traveling or let's say I go home for Christmas or something like that. And it's like 9 PM and the ceiling lights are on and it's so bright. And I'm like, guys, like, what are you doing? This is terrible. How? And then I'm supposed to fall asleep in an hour. Are you kidding me? This is not going to work. And so I, now I travel with my blue blockers and I wear them in front of everybody at night. And I don't care because <laughs> people already know I'm super into health and it's just kind of like comes with a package at this point. But it, you're so right. Like once you start using them, you can't go back because you actually feel so much better. It's true. And most people, even just 
friends coming over or people trying them on for the first time, they don't really believe it before they experience it. And oftentimes you can just put them on for just a few minutes and then you already realize like, oh, there's a difference. There's a big difference. And you realize it with just how your head relaxes, your mood just enhances you. You just feel so much more relaxed. So yeah, it's there's a big difference, definitely. Yeah, I agree with you. So if people have the red glasses, how early should they start wearing them before they're going to go to sleep? So our general recommendation is a couple of hours before you go to bed. You can put them on even earlier. You know, it, it really, <clears throat> if you're going to kind of, follow the paleo kind of circadian rhythm where you didn't really have artificial lights. I mean, bonfires don't really count because the the wavelengths that you get from bonfires are really heavy on the red spectrum. So the you're not going to get blue light from the, a bonfire. So before our, we started creating our artificial lights, so you wouldn't really get any blue light after the sunset so after the sun goes down so technically you could put them on at the time when the sun goes down but you know in certain countries like in norway where i'm from in the summer (laughs) the sun doesn't go down so then the question is when do you put them on and so that's why i always say like a couple of hours before you go to bed you can put them on a little bit earlier if you want but if you put them on a couple of hours before, and, and you, you also have to think of, you know, what's practical. And in some cases, if you go to bed at 10, putting them on at 8, that's already quite early for a lot of people. So putting them on even earlier could be a little bit of a hassle for some. Yeah, I typically, I go to bed pretty early. So I like to have like lights out by 930 and like start winding down at like 8 45 and I typically put them on after I'm done dinner. Sometimes I do eat dinner with them on if I'm eating dinner late, to be honest, but it's got to be at least, uh, at least by 8 PM they have to be on. And I will say it is harder in the summer because the sun goes down at like 10 PM here in Canada around this you know, the summertime. And so it's harder when you're wearing them and it's still bright outside. And then on the flip is like in the winter, it's dark by 5 PM, but I'm not going to put them on at five because then I'm going to be really tired yeah. and like <laughs> not even make it to eight 30 or whatever, nine o'clock. So you, you do have to kind of play around a bit with your timing, but you, I found like once you've used them for a few weeks, like you figure out when you need to put them on essentially. And there's no one size fits all in terms of when to put them on. So, I mean, putting them on at all is going to help you. Like even if it's just a half an hour before you go to bed. I notice sometimes, you know, if you're really busy, things are going on. Maybe you're outside and coming back home, come back a little bit late. Just putting them on just a little bit before going to bed. That's also going to create a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then also... If you wake up during the night is also really pivotal to wear them. So like sometimes I get up or I go to the bathroom if I wake up type of idea. And I just, I, I don't turn the lights on, but if I do have to turn the lights on, I'll definitely use the blue blockers because I 
I'm just sensitive to light. And I know if I see a bright light, like I know immediately it's going to be harder for me to go back to sleep because the bright light suppresses melatonin as a lot of people know. So I'm sensitive to it. And then I also think about, I'm not at this life stage right now, but I think about all the parents out there with new babies who get up in the middle of the night to like breastfeed type of thing. And I just, I don't know how they do that without using blue blockers. Like if you're getting up at, you know, 3am every night for a middle of the night feed, I don't know how they go back to sleep afterwards. I just, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's putting on blue light blockers, like good ones. They make such a big difference for those that have night shifts, for example, or those that travel across time zones. I I recently traveled from Bolivia. So going back and forth, I put on the blue blockers and I shifted the time zone so quickly. Like I was so baffled. Like I, I didn't even, I couldn't even imagine that I would shift so quickly over to the new time zones. But I'm, you know, it because of the blue light blockers, I just it didn't really take me a day to get back into the normal rhythm of, of the time zone that I arrived at. So uh, things like that, like I've also had experiences where I've had night shifts, for example, and it's like crazy. You don't, you really don't want to work night shifts, of course, but some people do and it's necessary. And, but if you wear them, they make such a big difference. Like e- e- even though it's not ideal, it's definitely going to do so much for your sleep because the blue light does so much in, in disrupting your melatonin production or, or secretion. And and also it's about the cortisol that it creates. Your body produces more cortisol because of the stress of the blue light. So, I mean, technically cortisol isn't like, bad it's just you need cortisol at the right time with the right amount and normally like when you wake up there you get a lot of blue light from the sun and you're supposed to get a lot of blue light and you're supposed it's supposed to help you wake up but at night when you go to bed you're not supposed to get that high energy blue light spectrum because that's it's going to still wake you up it's going to give you that energy and cortisol release and that's not what you want at that time. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly it. I'm curious, have you, and I don't know, I don't think you do on your website, but do you have any products for kids or like, I know it would be so hard to make something for babies, but I'm just thinking of this like same narrative of like kids waking up in the middle of the night or struggling to go to sleep or having a cortisol spike. Like how can, how can we support them? I mean, would they wear glasses? I don't know. Like, what do you think about the impact of blue light on children? So I I was listening to Andrew Huberman recently about, you know, having these night lights on because we've always been thinking like, oh, we got to make sure that the the kids feel comfortable and safe and so on. And and lights help them sometimes feel that it's, yeah, going to sleep isn't so scary. But in reality, the light, even though you have your eyes closed, it penetrates your eyelids and it affects your your sleep. And so you're not going to get as much of the deep sleep and REM sleep as you actually need. And I think 
when it comes to kids, first of all, you shouldn't be using these lights. I mean, if you're going to be using any light, it's going to have to be on the red end of the spectrum so that it's not as disrupting. And it also has to be dimmed so it's not as bright because even bright red light can disturb you, disturb your sleep. So first of all, you know, stay away from having this bright, like a lot of, we also use way too much LED lights nowadays. So, and I know some kids or some parents, they hang up all these like lights all over the room because it makes the room pretty and it blinks and it's exciting and everything. And they sometimes they want to have it on when they go to sleep. And it's so bad though. Like it's really bad for the sleep. And just turn all off all those lights and maybe put on, you know, have these red spectrum lights somewhere, maybe in the hallway, maybe in the bathroom so that when they do wake up or if it's, they need to go to the bathroom at night, at least it doesn't wake them up that much. And so that, so that you can easily fall asleep again and get a good night's sleep. So when it comes to the size, so we don't offer kids size glasses at the moment. Like we, we've been thinking a lot about it and it's a little bit difficult to, there are so many sizes, <laughs> you know, so many sizes of kids. And so, and I think, in general, I, I think it's a good idea to have glasses for kids. It's just the market at the moment is also not that big. So it's very difficult to sell to kids that most kids aren't really interested in things like that, right? And of course, your parents can tell you wear them. And then maybe if you're a good kid, you will. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm thinking like what you can do as a parent is also limit the screen time. Be like, hey, for the last hour or hour and a half, let's not be on the screens. Let's not be on TV. Let's not be on the iPad or phones or whatever it is. Let's just play around with our toys. Let's do something different. Because I think that's a much better way to wind them down and then give them proper sleep. Yeah, I love that. I love everything that you said. I've seen for the parents out there, I've seen a lot of what are they called? Like little lights that you can plug into the wall that are red for babies, for kids or that type of thing. So it's actually becoming more common now to use red light at night for kids. And I think that's really great to see that. But yeah, those like twinkle lights or anything that like glows in the dark type of thing as well is just like a no-go. But I would be very interested in blue blocking glasses for kids because I can just imagine all the practical uses of it of like, even, okay, we're going to stay up later tonight and watch a movie. Sure. But like, let's all wear blue blocking glasses, or maybe we're traveling on a plane and there's always the blinking lights inside of a plane. Right. And so like, how do we mitigate that blue light? So I think there are uses for it, but I agree with you. I don't think that average person would necessarily know about this yet, but the market will get there though. It definitely will because it's, it's, it's growing so much. And when I first heard about blue blockers in 2018, I think it's, it was like a fraction of what it is now. I knew of one company and now there's so many. So it's really cool to see people adopting this. And I think it's really important. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited. I'm definitely excited for you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 
I'm curious. I know we kind of talked about like the different lenses that you have. So you, we, you know, we talked about the red ones, but you have actually four different kinds. So you also have, I think it's like the computer glasses, the yellow ones, the red ones. And then is the fourth one, the orange ones? Yeah, you could say that. So, I mean, the, I would say orange before red if in that order, but yeah, that is the last fourth color. So do you feel like, like ideally would somebody switch lenses throughout the day? Like, you know, starting with the clear, clearest ones in the morning type of thing, and then work their way to the red. Do you think that's like what people should be doing? Not necessarily. No. I mean, if that's what you like to do, then please go ahead and do that. Because I think the reason, not that I think the reason is, I, I <laughs> the reason is that we made the four different lenses is we want to accommodate all people in all circumstances. And people use glasses in different settings and for different reasons. So we could technically force people to say no no you only you should only be using this and that so if i were to say like you're going to only use red because red is going to give you the most optimal sleep and so therefore you have to use red or you know use yellow because yellow is definitely barely clear because it blocks out more blue light so I, i could you know just tell you what to do in that sense but the thing is in some instances you maybe you need to see more color because you're an artist and you you work on the computer and you need to see more colors and you can't get the color have the color distortion from the yellow lenses but you can still get a lot of the alleviation from the clear glasses and so you want to get the blue light blockers you want to wear them you want to get a lot of the benefits. It's just that you can't wear colored lenses. So in that case, we have the clear lenses for you because then you can use them for your work. Or it can be some people aren't really comfortable with wearing color colored lenses in front of other people. So in front of their colleagues, for example. And so we, we understand that people have different... Prim- or it can just be the way you feel like you look. I don't like yellow on my face. You know, it can be different things, right? But we're just going to give you the options and then you can choose because they're all going to give you a benefit to some extent to, or to certain extents. So the clear one's going to give you a lot of the benefits that you, that you want, but maybe not as many benefits or as much benefit as the yellow. So the yellow is definitely going to give you more benefits when it comes to relaxing and your eyes and your head and going to give you more energy as you're working on the computer so those are like daytime lenses right so they clear and yellow you don't want i mean you can wear them in the evening but it's they're not going to give you as much benefit because they don't block all blue light so they block uh, the clear one will block 35 percent of the blue light total blue light in, in total but the yellow lenses will block all the blue light all up all the way up to 470 nanometers so you remove most of the blue light that you get from the computer screens or other screens because most of the blue light comes from the 450 nanometer wavelength and so yeah so i mean you're going to get more benefits on from the yellow ones 
but you can still get a lot of benefits from the clear ones. When it comes to orange and red, so orange and red, they're both blocking all blue light. Orange blocks all the way up to 520 and then the red one all the way up to 550. Now, I have to point out that a lot of brands, they say they block all the way up to 550 with their red lenses. This is not actually true. Like the reason why I say this is because we've tested our all our competitors. Most of them are not honest about this. So that's why you'll notice that with our red lenses, they're a little bit more vibrant, a little bit more red than other blue light red glasses. So that one is going to block some of the green light spectrum as well. So because we don't really talk too much about the green light spectrum as, as that one being disruptive of your sleep, but actually it is to some extent. So it's, we, all, we, we, we focus on the blue light spectrum, but it's not like you can't wear the orange ones and still get this maybe just as much effect as wearing the red ones because it depends on what you do in the evening if you already dim your lights for example or you already use like a a screen what's it called shield then you can stack things on top of each other and that will also give an effect so a lot of times i like wearing orange ones because it gives you a little bit a little bit more color contrast so if i enjoy to see enjoy seeing a little bit more colors then i'll wear the orange ones and then if i just don't need colors don't care about colors then i'll use the red ones nice yeah i like that i really prefer the red ones at night i've tried orange ones at night before but i just found it wasn't enough for me and i don't use yellow ones during the day although i would I have before, and I do notice a difference when I'm at my computer. It's almost like you feel a bit more happier and energized, like you said, and you actually notice a difference within minutes. It's pretty profound. So I like hearing you talk about this makes me realize that I really should be having using like yellow glasses at my desk every day because I work online all day at my computer and the eye strain and the headaches and everything that comes from that is so significant. And for a lot of people, you know, and it's also like, I don't even know, like day in and day out of doing it. Right. And I think about this too, is like, how is the impact on my eye health today versus what it's going to mean for my eyes in 10 years when I will likely still be working online remotely in 10 years. And maybe something like using yellow glasses every day can really slow down degrading the eyes over time like that. Yeah. Yeah. Macular degeneration. Yeah. That's, it's very common and we don't really think about it too much, you know, it's the slow trickle oftentimes is what's bad for our health. You know, same with things that we eat or habits. It's, uh, yeah, we normally don't notice the bad effects just from sitting in front of the screen just one day, two days, one week. But, you know, it's like you don't really notice it before you actually start noticing it and then <laughs> it's too late. And so that's why it's better to take these measures early on. And I also argue that you're just going to love it anyways. Like it's you're 
really gonna enjoy putting on those glasses. I really love putting on my glasses because it really does boost your mood, makes you feel better. Everything's so nice and vibrant and yeah, I think everyone just would be happier using them. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that you do feel the benefit right away. And then there's also the long-term benefits as well, which is really nice because sometimes like with these different strategies that we employ for like optimal health and longevity, they're kind of working sometimes on like a cellular level. Let's say it's like a supplement and you don't necessarily feel the difference that day or right away when you take it. So it's nice to do something where it's like, okay, this feels good right now. And this is good long-term that it kind of motivates you to actually use it every single day and stick to it and make it part of like your healthy routine and habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think you can, you can also feel it with how you wake up in the morning, how rest rested you feel. So if you feel a difference when it comes to your circadian rhythm, that means you're doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I, yeah, it's been so ingrained in me now to use blue locking, blue blocking glasses at night. I started using it in t- them in 2019, and it just made such a difference on my sleep, which then made a difference on my energy and my mood and everything. It really just like trickles down, and so it's one of those you know biohacks, let's say that I can't live without, <laughs> and yeah. I haven't lived without for over whatever three years, four years now. Cool. Yeah. It's good to hear. So if people want to connect with you and try your glasses, where can they do that? So we usually come to different events. I mean, we're, we started out in 2020, so we're fairly new, but so we're based in Norway, but we've been to the Biohacker Summit in the Netherlands and we've been to the health optimization in London we're going to have a stand at the Dragonfly in Colorado in a couple of months. So, I mean, those are the places you can try out our glasses. But besides that, you can visit our website at www. <laughs> I don't need to see the Ws maybe in the, anymore, but yeah, filteroptics.com. And you have our Instagram at filteroptics. So follow us on in Instagram and we'll be really happy. okay will do i will link that in the show notes and on my website so people can find you and check you out i also have a discount code i think with your glasses as well so i will pop that in there as well and so people can find you and use your glasses and like i said if anyone's curious i use i'm pretty sure they're called the venus ones it's Um, the ventus ventus oh sorry you're right ventus i was thinking i was like i I, yeah, anyway, Ventus. Um, you know, and- I'm going to give you a little hint uh, or to all your listeners, the names of our glasses all mean something. Also, the colors, they all, all mean something. Oh, what? I didn't know that. Wait, let me pull. I'm just going to pull it up right here now, right now. What does it mean? Are you going to tell me or no? <laughs> I'll I'll put leave it as a little secret and then you can try to I think most people can figure it out but they're different languages and they mean different uh, things okay okay sounds good yes so I use the Ventus I'm looking at it right now and I have the color saffron which is like the color of the frame and then my lens is red 
Um, and I love these. These are so, so comfortable. So I will link these directly as well. So people can take a look at them because these ones are easily the fav- my favorite blue blockers I've ever tried. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Robin. This was great to connect with you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And I think everyone is going to really get a lot out of this episode. Awesome. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.